Hi everyone, welcome back to Kinda Hot and Barely Funny. The show where we love to gossip but don't have a single original thought in our heads. I'm Amanda. And I'm Nicolette. Welcome to a very, very special episode. We are so excited. We're both like (laughs) grinning ear to ear. It is um, Taylor Week, ladies and gents. Yes. So we are um, doing Midnight's impression. We're going to do a Midnight's draft. Yeah. So should I talk about it now or should... I guess. Well, first we can just talk about like, yeah, last Thursday. It's been a couple days now. Yes. Taylor dropped her 10th studio album, Midnight's. Yes. Do you want to tell everybody like your Taylor ritual? When... Yeah. So when a new Taylor Swift album comes out, well, I feel first, like... I I texted Amanda and I said, do we have the willpower for me to like throw us a listening party mm. like, like Friday night? Because it came out Thursday at 9 p.m. Yeah. So like, do you have the willpower to not listen? And she was like, that sounds great. Um, no. But no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I turned you down because I feel like it's just like such a, <laughs> it sounds so stupid. I think I sound like I'm like in a cult, but like, it's like a special a thing. Cult. And so I love to like, I think I've been doing it since like reputation at least. Mm-hmm. And probably when I was younger too, but like when a new Taylor album comes out and we know it's coming out, I guess actually whenever it comes out, it doesn't matter. Like Folklore and Evermore were surprises. Whenever it comes out, I will like lay on my bed with like the lights dimmed or like mood lighting and like put my phone on my chest and just like listen to it out my phone speakers like all the way through just not moving no not saying anything (laughs) just however long it takes so that's how I'm listening to the album and that's what I do like pretty much every time so that's what I did this time what about you um I started I think that night I think lover was the first album that I did this but um, I just, I listen to it beginning to end while reading the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I think it makes me like the songs a little bit more because I like the songs more once I know them. Yeah. And so um, like listening to the lyrics helps me or reading the lyrics helps me learn the songs faster. And For then sure. I'm like obsessed with them. But um, I do think it ruins the experience just a tiny bit because it feels like work a little. Mm. Like it's not just like seeping into my brain. It's like... I, I and it, because I know that it's it's Taylor, you know, I'm trying to like decipher and yeah. like what's that a metaphor for? And now because of the pot, I was kind of trying to take notes at the same time too. Yeah, but I also had a cold. I'm getting over a cold, and um, so I was like taking notes like in my deathbed. And then the second the last song was over, I was like, okay, I can go to sleep. <laughs> so I didn't take notes for the bonus tracks mm-hmm. but then when I had time to listen I was so it was such a wonderful surprise when I woke up in the morning but you had bonus tracks yeah. to listen to yeah so for people that don't I didn't know that people didn't know this but we had a friend <laughs> yeah. snap us and it was like Swifties help I don't understand the 3 a.m version so Taylor releases her music at midnight eastern time um <clears throat> so that's 9 p.m pacific time and then she was releasing something else at 3 a.m eastern time which is midnight hour time Mm -hmm. so like everybody got a midnight little surprise so in the morning i was there's a 3 a.m version which do you keep both versions downloaded on your phone or did you just i i've been listening to the 3 a.m version every time because i just want to listen to all of them but i do really like midnight's just the 13 tracks as it is yeah yeah, i think it's a totally different thing when you put the seven other tracks at the end and 
and that's a lot of bonus tracks yeah. like normally like obviously she'll do vault songs for the re-records and that's a shit ton of songs yeah. added but normally when she does like bonus tracks or deluxe album there's only like a handful of songs yeah and so it was interesting that there was seven and it's like Have just a different heard- vibe yeah i agree when you listen to all of them but i'd listen to all of it i definitely agree when she said like this i we felt like this album was a complete album on its own yeah like it really didn't need anything else yeah i'm thankful for them but i think that it was fine on its own Mm -hmm. um have you gotten a chance to listen to the target bonus track no me neither we have to go to target yeah well, I don't want to buy the CD and it, oh, I, the, I'll it's buy the not CD. on the vinyl. So if you buy the CD, I'll buy the CD. Great. I was going to buy the CD. I just like couldn't go <laughs> over the weekend or anything. Yeah. So there's a, there's a Target exclusive bonus track yeah. on there. And somebody posted like a snippet of it on TikTok and was like, this is the best bonus track. Why oh, really? Is it not on the album. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, so I guess obviously we don't know that song. So count yes. that out for our all for, of our thoughts today. Yes. <laughs> so we are doing a... Taylor Swift Midnight's album 3 a.m. version fantasy draft. Yeah. So Amanda said I could go first. And what this means is we both are going to take turns picking songs off of the album that are ours. We have our list that we have ranked our favorite songs. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like I want to go get like a whiteboard or something to like. Do you have one? I have a chalkboard. Ugh. No. I hate the sound of that. Mm, do I have a whiteboard? I think that I have like a bag, a big notepad. I can go get a notepad. Okay. Do we need to do that? Well, like I have all of the songs written down in order that I would pick them. So like maybe we just need pens. Like, do you have that too? Because you could cross off oh, like if I you've can... taken one of mine and then I can yeah. like circle the ones I did get. I have mine on my phone so I can just grab a, hi- oh. I can grab a highlighter for you to. That would be. highlight the ones that you get. Yeah. No, that's amazing because one, I will circle the ones I do get and then cross out the ones you stole from me. So can you tell me the point of this is like it's for it's pretending that we are like building a team. Yes. Okay, I get it. I think. Yes, we're pretending like all of our friends are doing fantasy this year and I'm not. I took myself out of that because I was like, there's no way I want to do that. Yeah. But I love that now you know what this is. Yeah. Because I definitely don't. (laughs) Well, I've seen people on TikTok doing like fast food fantasy drafts and things like that. I've seen that too, but I don't watch them because I'm like, I don't get it. But I get this now. We're just like pretending like, okay. And I feel like I'm scared of you right now because you're going to steal all my good ones. (laughs) I know that you are. I like thought about it. I have a strategy. I haven't had, I don't have zero strategy, (laughs) literally zero. Okay. Also what you kind of have to know. It depends what you say first, where I'm going to (laughs) go. But then I don't even want to because... I want what I want. Yeah, that's the thing. That's so stupid. <laughs> like, you can't play offensively, but you okay. kind of do. Okay, but okay. the thing going into this is that Amanda and I are two very different Swifties. Yeah, that's true. So they, I know that we're going to have some that we're going to, like, really fight over, but she, she also, I have a feeling, is going to come out of the gates with, like, some that I was, like, not even Yeah, and list. we almost talked about it a little bit earlier yeah. today. And then like, like, we disagreed no. on one. And then you changed your mind. So quickly. <laughs> I hate that. I was like, I don't even think that that one's my top five. But then I listened to it, and I was like, oh, no. I changed my mind. No! Okay, so, out of the gates... Okay, wait, are we starting right now? I'm nervous. (laughs) So I'm mad at you already, literally. Okay. You're going to hit me. (laughs) No, don't say it. I'm going to pick maroon. No, why would you do that? I literally was telling you 
That's like my favorite, favorite one. I knew it was going to be your number one. You're such a bitch. <laughs> it's my number two, but I know that you will not pick my number one as your number one. So, okay. The You're reason such I changed my mind about it, I know. The reason that I changed my mind about it is because upon second, well, not second, like upon 10th listen to it, it's super gay, first of all. Yeah. Like, I hide there's like so many lyrics in it that I was like this is not a man until the one lyric where she says carnations you thought were roses no woman like doesn't know the difference between a carnation and a rose I was like come on Taylor yeah but the only way that I can describe it is like it itches my brain like it's yes. so like it feels so good that's what I would have said <laughs> bitch fuck you that's literally the- like it's like crack I snapped Nikki today <laughs> and I said maroon feels like crack to me when I listened to it it's so fucking good and then that's when she was like I don't even think that's in my top five and so quickly turned around and I was okay, like what I happened to you. is I was started like building my thing and then nothing like nothing was beating it like I kept being like do I like this better than maroon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when I was trying to make my list yeah. and I was like, oh, wait, it is one of my favorites. I just didn't realize it. But like when she says um, the rubies, the rubies that I gave up. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh! and then when so she good. does the chorus again, but like really low and yeah. like quiet. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so good. I pulled up the lyrics. Those are those your favorite lyrics? Yeah, I think that those ones are my favorite lyrics. Also, there's no way that she's describing a man. Yeah, for let me talk about it now because this okay, is go. my favorite song. Okay. <laughs> it is so gay because okay, well I'll tell you the chorus. Well, first off, I really like the part in the first verse where it's like, how do we end up on the floor anyway? You say your roommate's cheap ass screw top rose. Your roommate's cheap ass screw top rose. And then she says, I see you every day now. And I love that line. It's like so simple, like I see you every day now. But it's okay. like that's like that's like transformative in a relationship when you start to see someone right. every day, like you're like really in love. And then I love the chorus. It's so like fast. The beat is just so good. And all yeah. the words flow together so well. We're just like the burgundy on my t-shirt when you splashed your wine into me and how the blood rushed into my cheeks. So scarlet it was. This is the gay part. The mark they saw on my collarbone. The rust that grew between telephones. The lips I used to call home. Yeah. So scarlet it was maroon. What man's lips are scarlet? You would never. No artist, like no what? lyricist would ever describe a man's lips as, as scarlet. scarlet. Yeah. And also like the mark they saw on my collarbone. Yeah. Well, that could that be a hickey, but mean? no one's hickeying your collarbone. It's no. probably a lipstick mark, bitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. really passionate. Well, and then also I think that it's very important to note the songs that Taylor specifically doesn't use pronouns in. Yeah. Like she uses he pronouns all the, all time. the time. So like it is important to note those songs when she specifically doesn't do that. Yeah. And this one, it's just so good. It's, uh, it's so, so It just sounds good. sonically yeah, mm-hmm. it like is like an orgasm like in my brain. It's so good the entire time. Yes, like on my scalp. Yes, and the bridge is so good. Ugh, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you I'm can so go sorry. straight to hell. <laughs> well, now I want to be. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> but like the thing is, what I think could be your number two, could is my number four potentially Mm. but then that's risking you picking my two or three and which are obviously more important to me than my number four right (sighs) okay so i'm gonna your two or three are my two and three that's true so that's makes me i'm gonna go with my number two one 
because I'm I can't so bear losing that, which is Mastermind. Oh, yeah, no. Okay. Well, like, I love list. Mastermind so why. much. That was like, um, okay, so I get this one. I'm going to put a little circle by it. Okay, Mastermind, I love thematically. Well, first of all, um, I like it because it sounds so cool. Again, like Maroon, like when I hear it, I'm like, whew, like transported yeah. to something. The sounds, like the part before, like the chorus where it's like these sonic sounds. Are you going to play it? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Okay, so just like the way that it sounds, like right off the bat, you're like, wait, I love that. Once upon a time, no, right before the chorus. Okay. Oh, back it up a little oh. bit, a little bit. To assess the equation of you. Checkmate, I couldn't lose. That part. Yes. Yeah. I love like the sense of urgency and you feel it with Maroon too. It's like, she's has to like, she's like compelled to get the words out. Like she has to sing it so quickly. Like it feels so like desperate. And I just love yeah. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw a tweet. I'm still that playing was, it. <laughs> yeah. I just decided that I'm going to like quietly in the background as we talk about each Okay. She's not going to sue us. Hope we don't get sued. Okay. <laughs> and if we do, thanks Taylor. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> she's listening. She's heard it. <laughs> um, We're not making any money off this no. podcast, Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor, there's no money being made. <laughs> as if she's never going to even know. <laughs> um, uh, I like that like this one wasn't in my like top five. I wouldn't, I think that it was like maybe number seven for me mm-hmm. and I still love it this much. Like Don't look at my there's list. just no, Oh, I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> there's just no skips. Like the there's whole no album skips. is so good. Yeah. Um, I saw a tweet that was like, um, that <laughs> was like Taylor Swift before it was just an invisible string tying me to you. And then mm-hmm. it was like Taylor Swift now. Oh no, I did this on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. I also love this one because a constant criticism she gets from like critic, like actual critics in the mm-hmm. media is like that. She's so manipulative or, um, yeah. what's the other word? Uh, con, uh, uh, like she's planning calculated? it calculated mm-hmm. yes she's so calculated and it's like this song kind of flips it on its head where it's like you know i am smart and cunning and i yes. use it to my advantage and like that's how i'm like thriving in my life you know what i yeah. mean she likes to do that she likes to take the perspective of what society like yeah. thinks of her and be like yeah yeah and um, so i don't know if i had let me see if i have like a su- super favorite lyric from that i love all of the lyrics um she's basically saying like what if I told you none of it was accidental the first night that you saw me? Like, I knew I wanted you, basically. But the bridge where she says, no one wanted to play with me when I was oh, a little kid. Yeah. So I've been scheming like a criminal ever since to make them love me and make it seem effortless. Mm. It's like so sad. So sad. And then she's like, I'm only cryptic and Machiavellian because I care. I Googled who Machiavelli was. Okay, tell me. An Italian philosopher from a long ass time mm. ago. Okay. And he... He was something about him. His art was like dark or something. People thought he was very immoral. And then when you look up like Machiavellian personality, it's part of like the dark triad of like narcissism, sociopath, crazy people. So it just was kind of interesting that she like threw that in there. Something like super dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And it's because she cares. I just like she her mind. I don't know. It's so good. Yeah. But anyways, okay, that was my. That's your two. Yes. Um. Wait, no, was that your first pick? That was my first pick. Okay. My second pick <clears throat> is going to be 
I'm scared. Midnight Rain. Oh, that's fine. That's your okay. number two. That's, that's my number one. That's my favorite song. That's your favorite song? Yes. I just picked Maroon because I knew that you would pick it before me if I didn't do it. Midnight Rain. I really do like Midnight Rain. That's your favorite one. It's my favorite one. That was number <clears throat> eight for me. What? See, yeah. I told you. I told you guys that we there was only going to be a couple that we were both going to be like destroyed about, I think. Um, okay. I just don't understand how a Taylor Swift song that starts out like this okay it just made it's brain. so good it's so good it is so good it's so good it's this like all of these sounds like um, okay, when I played, I made my mom watch the Antihero music video yeah. too, Quick Detour, and she was like, it kind of reminds me of that Kate Bush song from Stranger Things running up that hill, oh. and I'm like, literally, when I listen to this whole album, yes. Like, yeah. it's very, like, the synth, like, 80s, like, Jack Antonoff always brings that, and that, yes. I feel it in that song too, the yes. Midnight Pain song. I also feel like she... Midnight Pain, Midnight Rain. <laughs> midnight Pain. <laughs> I feel like she very much... I, like Nathan's when he's trying to get like under my skin about Taylor and he like wants to start a fight. <laughs> like, Why would he do that to you? That's so mean. Just, we'll be in the car and he'll be like, "Uh, all she writes about is boys. And I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just like sitting smiling. But, um, one of his like things that he tries to like get, like goat me with is like, Oh, she just like it's all of the guys' problem, and she's never the problem, and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. But I feel like almost every single one of these songs is like, I fucked up, yeah, and I like how she says he was sunshine and I was midnight rain, and yeah. like he wanted it comfortable and I just wanted the pain, yeah. Like or in so many of the other ones that we'll get to, but she like takes the responsibility and yeah. is very much like mm-hmm. this is my fault, and it it trends so well with like the theme of the things that keep you up at night. Yeah. It's like, these are my anxieties. This is what I'm miserable about. And like my regrets and mm-hmm. all of these things. And then you think about like, I, I think that this one's about Taylor Lautner. Okay. I was going to say, I saw a TikTok about it being about Tom Hiddleston and I choose to believe that one. Okay. Because he's an angel. I think that it could be. The only reason why I think that it could be about Taylor Lautner is because she talks about I was she says I was chasing that fame, trying to make my own name. Mm -hmm. And she was like she was at the Met. Like, yeah, that wasn't when she was like chasing after for Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, she was like very well established. Mm, I feel like she still had new heights to achieve. And And, she did. Yeah, she did. And I also think that the line where she says, like, I wanted to make my own name, Mm -hmm. uh, making my own name or something like that. It's like, because they have the same name. name. Girl, (laughs) I know. (laughs) But I just kind of want it to be about um, Taylor Lautner. I think that it gives me like a little sweet innocence to it. Yeah, I think that's cute. Yeah. I thought Tom Hiddleston because... Isn't he a bit older than her? I think so. And like he wanted a bride. I was making my own name. Like he was a well-known yeah. actor that had his own name. But there's other and ones I just that liked I... that. Um, and I read he did like a Vogue article or something semi recently. I don't know if it was Vogue, but I read the entire thing because they talked about Taylor Swift, oh. and it broke my little heart for him. Oh. Like it was like he's so res- he's so respectful. And he was like, people like would come at me all the time thinking that it was fake. And I don't know. I just met this girl and like 
started mm. dating her and I'd RTS. like, yeah. And it was like, <laughs> I heart TS that TikTok you wear on the beach. <laughs> yeah. So it's I like, see I don't that. know. I, don't, I just I kind of shipped them a little bit. Yeah. I, think. I don't dislike that if it is about them. Mm. Um, I also about a home, hometown boy too. A lot of people were thinking. I just the thing that I'm kind of thinking is that there's a lot of other ones that I feel like could be about Tom, and I feel like maybe mm. she like sprinkled it up throughout yeah. her life a little bit. More. Getaway car, a hundred percent about Tom. Oh Hilson. yeah, yeah, for sure. Also though, Nathan, I could point to a bunch of songs pre Midnight's where she takes the responsibility oh, of yeah. a relationship, yeah, not working Back out. To so he can go, yeah, peace. <laughs> like so many yeah. things, like Afterglow, like yes. where she's like takes responsibibility for things yeah, or whatever, so many. So. He's just trying to, he's trying to get me. Yeah, he can. But just really. Get out. <laughs> Again. Okay. When I first listened to it, there was a TikTok that I saw that was like perfect. It was like this big man talking about it. And he was like, mm, I should know better. I should know better than to question Taylor Allison Swift. And he was like going on about it when he first came on. When he was listening, he was like, what the fuck is this? And then he was like, and then I was wrong. And I was wrong. It's so good. I love it's it. so good. I love that it sounds like distorted in the beginning. Yeah. And it's just so different than anything we've ever gotten from her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, my next one. I feel so safe with all my next picks. You're not going to pick any Really? Of them. Yeah. I don't know if you know about that. My next one is Antihero. I knew that that would be high on yours. Yeah. And it kept just, as I was listen, trying to rank all of them, it just kept getting like, it was the one that was like, do I like this one more than Antihero or less? Really? And so it just kept getting like bumped down a little bit. I love Antihero. As soon as I heard it, I was like, Holy shit. Well, she also did a little Instagram reel for this one, I think, right? Mm-hmm. She did some kind of clip on Instagram before the album came out where she talked about her depression and how she struggles with feeling like she's a person. And then she does this thing where she's like, don't feel bad for me. Don't don't <laughs> sit at home and feel bad for me. Like, because she knows like how far removed she is, I think, from real right. life, from like average people's real life. But it's still like somehow she's still like like stay, walks the line, I She's guess, of being so humble and like relatable, and also like her life is the least relatable life. You know what I yeah. mean? So I thought it was like such an intimate portrayal of like what goes on in the deep recesses of her mind, and it was yeah. like so beautiful, and I just love it. How do you feel about? I feel like everybody is a sexy. I baby. love it, and I was so pissed I'm that so people pissed. didn't get it. I was like, "Are you listening at all?" I'm like yeah. mad. They're like 16 <laughs> year olds on TikTok that are like, "Why did she write that?" Like, "Oh my god!" Like this remi- this is so bad. Like this reminds me of the song "Me." Like it's that bad. And I was like, "Are you oh, hearing no. yourself?" Like you're so stupid. Okay, so there's this line. It's like one of my favorite lines. And the second verse where she's like, sometimes I feel like everybody is a sexy baby and I'm a monster on the hill. Too big to hang out, slowly lurching toward your favorite city, pierced through the heart, but never killed. I I got it instantly. Yeah. Everyone now is like, they look like they're 12 years old and they're sexy and they're like all the Instagram models are all the new celebrities. She's like past 30 and someone made the comparison of like 40 is over the hill. So she's like on the hill, like mm-hmm. she's getting older too big to hang out to me was like she can't go anywhere she's like a massive celebrity like mm-hmm. she can't just live a normal life but like slowly lurching toward your favorite city to perform like you'll see her in your yeah. city a I city near you i thought that it was so good yeah and so it like it like pierced through the heart but never killed it's just so good i don't understand how you don't get it yeah i think people are like <laughs> i think that people are too stupid and yeah. like <laughs> and they think that she's talking about a baby that is sexy <laughs> yeah no it, it makes com- complete sense to me and then the pre-chorus for that one is like 
Did you hear my covert narcissism? I disguise as altruism like some kind of congressman. So mm-hmm. good. So good. And then she, in the video, she puts that pin on her chest that says, vote for me for everything. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I also think that her yeah. saying, <laughs> I also think that her saying sexy baby is like a nod to something that people, like everybody wants Taylor Swift to be this like sex symbol. Yeah. And she's never been able to like achieve what the people, like they always. And she doesn't think of herself that way. And we've always called her awkward and we've always called like her dancing is cheesy and Mm -hmm. like all of these things. And like when she tries to be sexy, people make fun of her. And so I think that it's a nod to that of like, I'm surrounded by all of these sex symbols and I don't fit in. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like that angle too. That's the kind of angle that I thought that it was. It was like, I like that too. I want to be this. You guys have want me to be this, but that's Mm -hmm. not me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not that. And I'm sorry. I feel that I could see that angle too. And, And it also just made me think of like, I don't know, like let women age. Like, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) she's not going to be like 22. It kind of gave me like nothing new vibes, you know, Mm or it's like, you're not going to be that young forever. There's always going to be the next one coming up. That's like the new brand new shiny toy. And it's not her anymore. And it hasn't been. Yeah. But I like it a lot. I think that, um, I wish that I would have listened to it a couple times like on my own before watching the video because Mm. I listened to it once and then immediately in the morning I watched the video and I think that it maybe convoluted my own thoughts Mm. on it just a tiny bit but I do really like it the video is so good too because it's like her regular Taylor and then like juxtaposed with superstar Taylor and her like shiny outfits like making her do all these crazy things and it's like Telling her she's fat. Yeah, the superstar version of her and the real version of her. Yeah. And then then the bridge. Oh, I can't even think of it right now. (laughs) Where she's like, I have this dream. My daughter-in-law kills me for the money. She thinks I left them in the will. Yes. The family gathers around and reads it and someone screams out. She's laughing up at us from hell. Oh my God. When I heard that, I literally got chills. And then the video, it's just so, it is so crazy. (laughs) It is just so crazy to think about like who she'll be at like 60, 70 and like, what like familial legacy she'll have at that point and like how her kids would view her Mm -hmm. and like it's just so crazy to think about that kind of thing and it also gave me super like have you seen the movie knives out yes yeah where it's like all the entire family thinks they're gonna get the grandpa's will or whatever and he leaves it to the one person that isn't even related to them spoilers sorry (laughs) sorry (laughs) you haven't seen knives out it came out a couple years ago but it was very that and the video was very that too i thought that it was so good and Mm -hmm. i think that the whole scene um right about the the the, funeral the funeral scene in the video is so genius and so funny so funny yeah i think that she did a really good job with it another sidetrack do you think that it's a visual album like do you think that we're gonna get 13 music videos to me the trailer that she posted because she also posted like a 40 second trailer um for thursday night football with a bunch of clips of videos but to me that didn't make 13 videos because after seeing anti-hero a lot of the clips were just mm. from that alone i think we saw clips from bejeweled clearly lavender haze is going to get a video because yeah. there's clouds of lavender all um, around her in a bunch of clips vigilante shit is going to get one vigilante shit for sure yeah so i don't think it's going to be th- a visual album i know people were hoping for that and i would love a yeah. visual album but yeah. i don't think it's going to be do you no i don't yeah. think so i don't think we're going to get that much and I really wish that TikTok would stop doing this to me where they like make me hopeful 
that she's going to give us the whole entire world. And then I'm like, cool, we got scraps. They do such a good job of making you believe. And it's like, who are these people? You guys on TikTok, it's literally mostly like 16 year olds. And it's like me and Nikki, like, (laughs) like, they're so right. (laughs) There was one that I saw like at like 8 p.m., um, the day, the night of release that was like, I think we're going to get a second album and I think it's going to be a three called 3 a.m. And I was like, <laughs> and then we got, and the, then you were like, ah! <laughs> and then we got the 3 a.m. Yeah, that's one. true. That's I was not... like, this bitch was right. <laughs> that's fuck? true. She was, that's, they, there was enough songs to basically be yeah, another album. Yeah, so. close. Okay, okay. You're not going to be sad by my next pick okay. at all, but it's karma. Uh, that was my next one. Really? Yeah, I like Karma a lot. Oh my gosh. I thought for sure it wouldn't be. No, I love Karma. Tell us about Karma. I love Karma. Well, number one, I am like a Karma conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's conspiracy anymore. I think that it's just fact. Can you bri- briefly say what yes. it is? So right before Re- Reputation came out, Taylor Swift entered an era that's known to some as Bleachella. Um, <laughs> I love that. Oh, this is so niche. <laughs> like, but you, I know exactly what you're talking about. If you know Taylor at all, she starts to change you should be familiar with eras of Taylor where like before she releases an album or lets us know what it's going to be about, she changes her appearance. So like reputation, she started wearing all black and Mm -hmm. like wearing heavy eye makeup and, that was the vibe and then before lover there was you know it was all rainbows pink and, and pink blue shit. and super gay and um then folklore you know she was like in the woods and living it through covid and doing all of that and then even with this album like it was very clear that it's like very retro-y mm-hmm. and like those are the vibes and so after um what's, 1989 right after 1989 she bleached her hair and was like very like kind of grungy like vampy cool girl yes, really yeah dark she went to coachella yes. so it's called bleachella, bleachella. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't get an album from that and the reason we didn't get an album from that is because of fucking kanye west and kim kardashian <laughs> west all of a sudden we turned so hard on kim we're like <laughs> we fuck you so <laughs> um and that so, bitch leaked that phone call yes so the whole world started to hate her she literally had to go into hiding and when she and also there's more to back this up so like she releases all of she released every single album two years apart and mm-hmm. then just in 2016 right uh yeah out 1989 came out 2014 yeah. like end of 2014 yeah. october so we should have gotten an album in 2016 and yeah. we did not yeah and it would have bleachella would have timed right for yeah. that to have been announced at mm-hmm. some time we had we barely got any music with of her and calvin harris that was the time that they were dating yeah. like there's so cool. much missing there's so much missing that we didn't get flash forward to lover comes out there is no reputation oh reputation yeah because it's on the airplane in look yes. what made you, what, look what you made me my do. whole thing was like look what you made me do like people were like well what does that mean and to me it was like look what you made me do i had to put out a whole album yes. to like address this shit and where i'm at in my new life when i had all this other shit yes. planned that i had to tank yes and that whole music video is about her dis- discography yeah like mm-hmm. she that there's like her in every single era of yes. her life and every single outfit that she yes. has worn in the music videos and there was sh- there was shit that we didn't have never seen in the video yeah and on the air 
airplane that she is like destroying in one of the scenes the word karma and this alone doesn't lead to much is it on the airplane i forget it's about that i know she spray paints something but i forget yeah because it's kind of fast yeah she spray paints karma on the airplane mm-hmm. which that alone is not that much of a clue but then flash lover. forward to lover and in the music video for the man there's a scene where she as the man mm-hmm. is staring at like and she uh taylor swift is standing in front of like subway he's peeing on oh, the wall okay taylor yes. is tra- taylor's in drag as a man yes. and he's peeing on a subway wall with graffiti and the graffiti has only the only thing that the graffiti has on there is all of her other album names and in huge letters right dead center it says karma yeah explain to me why the word karma would be listed among all of her discography if it wasn't an album yeah so agree flash forward to now Mm -hmm. when taylor is doing midnight mayhem where she is every single fucking there's no (laughs) rhyme or reason to it just every other night she'd pop up on our before the album came out Mm -hmm. and she would tell us the name of like random tracks. tracks yeah and when this specific track number came out, mm-hmm. she looked at what number it was. She laughed and like looked at the camera mm-hmm. and was like, the name of track, I forget what track number Me it too, is. Me too, whatever. The name of track seven is karma and then she like laughs and then it goes out and then we all lost our goddamn minds i literally amanda (laughs) sent it to me and i literally was like (gasps) yeah what because basically as like so the gist of what we said is like we think karma was an entire album that she scrapped and so then for her to say that a song on this album is called karma is like whoa and she knew what she was doing like whether i mean whether it was a song off of um the album like that's neither here nor there it doesn't really matter but she knows we know yeah and we know she knows yes and will we ever get it probably not i don't think anymore at this point but like you said this whole midnight's album is like the things that keep her up at night yeah and this tracks completely like the album she never released like this is an ode to that in my mind yeah And I don't think it's as simple with Taylor as like, oh, just release it. Like, that's not, she has like purpose with everything that she does. She wouldn't want, it's not the era that she's in. It's not the person that she is now. She probably, maybe it's hard, would be hard for her to stand by some of it. Like, there's just, you know. I don't think we're going to get it. I don't think we'll ever get it, which makes me sad. But Karma, the song. So you love the song. So I love the song. And I think that I also just love it because of (laughs) all of that history. But there's just like the chorus of it is just it feels kind of like um reputation a little bit Mm -hmm. to me and reputation's my all-time favorite album Mm -hmm. like i'm a sucker for any like I just want to close my eyes and dance and like scream this yeah. song at the top of my lungs, yeah. Taylor. I have goosebumps. <laughs> this song is literally, it sounds to me like, I feel like I wrote something down. It literally sounds like a breeze. Like I know she says like breeze in my hair on the weekend, but it sounds like so zen and fun and like not a care in the world, mm-hmm. which you think at first listen that the title karma would be like, look Heavy. what you made me do or yeah. like a ready for it or a, that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like a reputation song, but it's not. It's like, I couldn't care less. Like, aren't you jealous that karma doesn't feel like this for you? Yeah. Like, oh my God, I have goosebumps. I know. It's so good. 
it's just the whole entire song. It's just so smart. It's like mm-hmm. karma's all of these things that make me comfy. And for you, like you have to look out for it. Yeah. Does the timeline for, does it track for it to be about Scooter Braun? Did you, I saw a TikTok where this girl's theory, I don't know if I really believe it, but she said, cause karma is my boyfriend, boyfriend, oh, Justin Bieber. This. Karma is a God. God is a woman. Ariana Grande. This is like a Scooter Braun diss track because he represents both of those artists. And I'm like, I don't think that that's, um, I just think that's a little lowbrow for Taylor. I think it's too lowbrow. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like too on the nose, too cheesy, yeah. too like, oh, two plus two equals four. Yeah. So, I mean, I yeah. think for this kind of theming, it makes sense for Scooter Braun though. And it makes sense for like Kanye or whatever. Yeah. But like, whatever it is, I don't know. It's probably inspired by many times maybe that she's felt... I mean, I would say that this would be like less about I think that a lot of Taylor's music is about like one specific thing. And I Mm -hmm. feel like this one could very much easily be like, here's to all of the men that have wronged me. Like You're going to get yours. I also, though, like I do love um, like the line in verse two where she says, my pennies made your crown. Like, Mm. so isn't that such a diss? Yeah. Like my pennies made your crown. That makes me kind of think about Scooter because he's like profiting off of her you know masters and she's like that's those are that's pennies to me it could also be like very like a middle finger to kanye being like saying i made that bitch famous that could be yeah you know what like you think that that's fine but like i'm so much more than you'll ever be Mm -hmm. that could be true too yeah i think that this that karma specifically is a little bit more broad and i also Mm -hmm. don't think that we would get like two very clear scooter braun diss tracks on here and vigilante shit is like factually sure. a scooter run sure check but i also really like how this song sounds and how it's like how she does the breakdown or it's like bounty hunter track mm-hmm. you down from town to town like the whole thing it's so good it's really good that bitch is everything i love her <laughs> remember when we were like should we do peach and pit and i was like no i think that this is gonna be a really long episode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's we're on like number four yeah okay next is it my turn do you yeah. anything more to say no okay my next song that I pick would have been Karma, but now we're going to my number five, which is Lavender Haze. Oh, damn it. Is that your next one? Good. I'm glad I finally stole something oh, from you. Oh, no. Um, I love Lavender Haze. Oh, it's so This is good. the track one of the album, so it opens the entire album, and the first thing you hear is her say, meet me at midnight, and then it just sounds so sick. Yeah. You can start over if you want. Okay. Sorry, I talked no, over. No, that's okay. I mean, I didn't know it was going to happen that quickly. Mm. Um, I wrote this part's n- a good note too. about this. Hold on, I'm gonna let it play. When she says melancholia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Just good. But the next part is good too. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> okay, you can stop it now. Okay. Anyways, this shit is such a bop. It's also like I want to sing 
I think he knows, like, with it. Okay, not me. I want to sing, it reminds me a lot of False God, which is a top tier song on Lover, and I feel like constantly people skip it, and False God is so fucking good. False God is really good. Also, it's super gay, Yeah, and it's, oh my god, it's so sexy, Mm -hmm. and I feel like people ignore it all the time, and I I will listen to that shit on repeat. It's so good, and so that, just like the sexy, like, saxophony inspired Mm -hmm. kind of, like, jazzy vibe. It makes me think of the that. tone for the whole album. That's yes. like, oh, this it is really moody, does. and this yeah. is sexy, and it's amazing. Yes, and I think that's why I love this album so much. Like, I love pop music to my core. I am mm-hmm. a pop girly, but I most love pop music when it is like a little bit dark and moody and like sad, like left oh. of center. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like okay. Fletcher, that bitch is sad. Like Troy Sivan, <laughs> he sings like you know what I mean. Like artists like that who just are a little bit like, yeah. Um, did Sad. you, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. And like layers. Yes. <laughs> and now and I'm just saying words. Well, I mean, it's just so different from like the Ariana Grande pop. Yes. Where it's just like yeah. fruity and it's the pop. Yeah. What is it? The pop formula over and over yes. and over again. And like, and like Ariana Grande obviously has sad songs too, but like. I don't know. It's just like a dark, something about a dark vibe in a pop song. Yeah. Like obviously Billie Eilish does that too. And I'm not like a massive Billie Eilish fan, but like, I don't know. You feel it when you feel it. The girls like get it. it. (laughs) Um, Okay. Did you watch the videos of her at that like um, songwriting? I think there was like a songwriting something or other. Yeah. Where she got an award. award. Yes. Yes. She described how like she thinks of her in of her music in three different categories. Mm -hmm. And those are based off of like what pen she thinks of herself metaphorically writes them with yeah and so she has like her fountain her like um quill yeah and ink and Mm -hmm. that's like all the like profound metaphorical like you know the things she like she even makes fun of herself and she's like it's pretty pretentious like Mm -hmm. that kind of music and then a a ball point fountain pen Pen, yeah is like um all too well where she's like just writing a story to tell you and then she talks about how all of her that like she has songs that are pink glitter gel pen yeah glitter um, gel pen and those are like shake it off in like her pop songs yeah and somebody said this entire album is written with a black glitter mm, gel pen and i, I was like oh i love that because yeah. it's so poppy and it's so good and it's mm-hmm. like that pop taylor that we love yeah but it's so moody yeah and, and so it's it, like retro sounding yeah. but also like so new it's all of the things yeah I love that. Okay. There's also Zoe Kravitz sings back up to it. Yeah. Okay. So and the whole, is a writer on there's it. a whole Tell gay me. conspiracy about this song, which like is a lot to get into, <clears throat> but she did when she released the title for this song, she also did an Instagram reel for it. Yes. And if you don't know, lavender is like a symbol, like a queer symbol, like lavender marriages back in the day would be like when. Um, a gay man and a lesbian would get married like for the sake of surviving and like things like like it's a whole there's a lot of symbolism around lavender so when she had a song called lavender haze all the gaylers on the internet were like (gasps) gay 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 and then she did an instagram reel talking about joe and how they've been dating for six years and they've had to dodge a lot of weird rumors so then all the hetlers on the internet this is so stupid but all the hetlers we're like, see, shut up. No one wants you speculating about her sexuality. Like, don't you're all like they Gaylers start getting bullied. I'm not on the internet doing these things. I just want to say <laughs> I'm just watching the people doing these things. Yes. But then the song actually comes out and she is singing a lot about like the only kind of girl they see is a one time or a wife. 
like they want this 1950s shit from me so to me i'm like the rumor she's referencing isn't that she's queer it's that like she's married or she's gonna get married when's she gonna get married have a baby like all this shit and so i still see queer vibes in this song well and i think too and i love it she talks about how um the like lavender haze the phrase that she heard it for the first time was like in an episode of mad men yeah and i think that that spoke to a lot of it too like i mean she said that in those things but i think that you're right that it has nothing to do with like the rumors that they're talking about i don't think that it has anything to do with gay rumors at all and it might have something to do with like they people saying that joe is a beard yeah. Like, I think that the part of the song that's like loving, that's like, I just want to stay in this lavender haze. Mm-hmm. I think that that's like it, in the Mad Men, like little when in the little interview that she said, it was like talking about how like the lavender haze of a relationship yeah, of like being like, like a cloud of love and you're yes. just in there together for and sure. And you're just like in this little bubble and like, I want to stay in this lavender haze. And so I think that that's like the cutie part of like her and yeah. Joe and like what that is. For but sure. then I think that it, like the line where she says, um, they want this 1950s shit from me. Yeah. It's like, I think that those are, like you said, it's just mm-hmm. that those are the rumors. It's not that she's get like, we, she knows. We all know. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. She doesn't care. Also, <laughs> it's so funny too, because I did see someone on TikTok, like they're like Lavender Haze and they Googled it to find like and the only thing that comes up from that is this tiny little thing in Mad Men like that's Mm. the only thing it's not like a cultural reference it's just in Mad Men yeah meanwhile there's so many lavender queer history things I can't even think of them all it just goes so back it's just to funny like, it's just interesting i don't know her mind. i don't know what she's thinking half the time to be honest we're all speculating everything i don't yes. think joe's a beard i'm no, saying i don't think no. joe's a beard. i think that they're very 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 in love yeah um it goes and back to like if you don't think that she is queer at this point you are either homophobic or you think she's stupid <laughs> like there is or no... you think she's really mean to us yes. like she's really queer baiting us and i yeah. like can't accept that no. personally <laughs> because there's like even just the over and over and over again her referencing hairpin like yeah there's just so many mm-hmm. things in it that's like you think that she's incapable of a google search yeah if like yeah if you think that she is straight yeah so we don't we know we we don't need to be but anyway i love this song and how it sounds but that also can forever. you tell me why zoe kravitz is on it oh my god okay no but also <laughs> gay because isn't she queer i don't know i think she's i wish i could google it i could i have a computer right here <laughs> you can't it's zoe it. kravitz but you know what um she's in a show called high fidelity oh literally i want to say um that's like it's Zoe Kravitz and gay. that is important because there's a there's song this bonus track called, called high infidelity high um infidelity. and i saw a clip on tiktok of this high fidelity show with zoe kravitz that she stars in and in it the character she playing is playing gay <laughs> i can't even talk the character she's playing is gay and she tries to date this tall, blonde, white, like supermodel looking girl that she says in the show breaks up with her because she, guess what, only likes other tall, blonde, supermodel type girls. It's so weird. It was so weird. I was like, watch that. And I was like, are you kidding me? Okay. A little um, on the nose. Yeah, she's queer. She posted for Pride. So Zoe Kravitz okay. is some kind of queer. Okay. Um, and she's credited sure. on this one and only song, which is very interesting. Yeah, I love that they're friends. Yeah, me too. Okay. Um, that was mine. Okay, you're okay. next. God, there's so many more to go. There's Fuck. So okay, many more. Let's be quick. Go. Okay. <laughs> Question. Oh, I figured. That's on my list too, but it was a little bit lower. 
So good. Okay, question's also super gay. Okay, so I flipped. People, do you think people are going to listen to this and think we're crazy? <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> I flipped for like one second. Okay, so question is like, the I the first time that I listened to it, I thought that it was like Taylor yelling at a man being like, I, I have a question. I know that you did this, but now mm-hmm. I want you to to like tell me that a lot I'm of people right. think that yeah and that it says like um has ever has somebody ever kissed you in a crowded room mm-hmm. and everybody was making fun all your friends were making fun of you and then 15 seconds later they were clapping too mm-hmm. and then she says did you leave her house in the middle of the night also mm-hmm. i'm doing this for my brain i'm not reading good words. job did you leave her house in the middle of the night um what's the next one you remember. did you yeah. wish you put up more of a fight yes when she said it was too much do you wish you could still touch her do you her? wish you could still touch her yeah and then that was my first impression of her being like oh yeah you cheated on me and now i want to hear it from your own mm-hmm. words and then my sister samantha texted me and she said question dot 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 with like a little smirky face and i said omg is it gay <laughs> and then she was like yes with a period mm-hmm. and i went back and i listened to it and i was like oh this could very much be about carly Kloss." yeah and one hundred and ten percent i liked it so much more <laughs> and now you can kind of listen to those lyrics and think about the time that Carly and Kit and Taylor kissed Kiss-gate. at the concert. Yeah. And everybody saw them and there are photos. There's mm-hmm. you can Google it now of Carly and Taylor kissing at at a concert. Literally Google Kissgate. <laughs> Taylor Kissgate. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have such a good video of it on TikTok that I've saved and I just watch it over and over. I'm like, yeah, they're definitely and locking like, lips. Not it's like they are not just it's not a peck, like drunk friends kiss each other. No, it they're is, like wrapped they are, in each other's arms. Yes. And I think that what those lyrics because Taylor isn't ever like she's not just very like to the like there's always more meaning Mm -hmm. to everything that she says and i think that this is very much like can i ask you a question how did that make you feel because i felt this way about it Mm -hmm. and now i want to know how you felt and how you know people when those pictures were posted everybody was making fun of them Mm -hmm. and it was this whole thing and now all of the gaylers want it to be true and now we're clapping for it Mm -hmm. and do you wish that you could still touch her? And then there's a line later where she mentions like po- perfect politics. Yeah. It says it was one drink after another fucking politics and gender roles. And you're not sure. And I don't know. Gay. Mm-hmm. So gay. And then what also does that you mean? Tell me what that it, means. Yes. You can push it even further and be like politics and gender roles that, that you played directly into when you married Jared Kushner. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many things in it that when I tried to convince myself that it wasn't about Carly, I was yeah. like, no, wait, then what does this mean? Some people think it was about Harry Styles. Um, because also in the before she starts singing the first verse it says i remember oh, just like, yes, out, of like woods, out of the woods almost exactly like out of the woods yeah. and we all know out of the woods is about harry styles yes and that song is like i remember yeah i mean it does but say sad that, boy at the beginning but but so that to me almost is like Welcome to New York, girls and girls, boys and boys, like whatever. It's kind of like just kind of setting the scene of like where they're at. Yes. To me. Also, she says in the first verse, um, because I don't remember who I was before you painted all my nights, a color I've searched for since. Mm -hmm. And so like that reminds me of um, fuck, when is it? And I think it's in illicit affairs where she says like 
you showed me colors you know I can't yes. see with anyone else. Yes. Oh my God, I gave my own self chills saying that. <laughs> I'm so gay. <laughs> but to me, the gayest part of in this whole song. Oh, oh, can I guess? Sure. Okay. We've I think t- it's talked right. about it already, but oh. you can say it. Not yet. Some dickhead guy. Yeah, I think it's that. It's not that, but oh, okay, that is that? also kind of gay because she's thinking about With some dickhead. That this guy. girl is some guy. Yeah. yeah, but to me, no. It's the part you already said where in the chorus she says, "Did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room and every single one of your friends was making fun of you, but 15 seconds later they were clapping too?" To me, this is an experience I have literally had. Mm-hmm. Like I have been in spaces as a queer woman with like a girlfriend. And like there's straight people around like in public. And if you if we're affectionate and kiss like I've noticed like I'm aware people are like snickering at you Mm -hmm. like people are laughing at you. And then sometimes it turns into this thing where people start like clapping because it's two women kissing or like cheering and it's obnoxious. Like you get this unwanted attention. Yeah. But it's literally like I've lived through that. And I was talking about this yesterday with a girl who's experienced the same thing. And I was like, not to bring up Taylor Swift again, but in this song, she says that, isn't that crazy? And she was like, yeah, that's literally like, I've had that feeling where like you are affectionate with your girlfriend in public and people are like laughing or like chanting or whatever. And I'm like, that's such a, it's also just such a specific thing to point out. Like, have you ever had somebody kiss you in a crowded room? Like in Mm -hmm. what circumstances between a male and a woman would it be like that would draw attention? So weird. Yeah. Yes. Why is that so weird that it's, you know, why are we pointing out that it's like you were kissing in a crowded room? Yeah. Why would we need to hide that? Yeah. Yeah. It's super gay. (laughs) (laughs) Gay. Gay. Okay. Um, that was yours. Yes. Okay. Um, mine, I definitely know you're probably not going to pick. My next one is Labyrinth. Oh, Labyrinth is second to last. Really? That's so funny. I love Labyrinth. How do you spell it? (laughs) L-A-B-Y-R-I-N-T-H. Labyrinth lyrics, Taylor Swift. This song to me is so fucking good. It just sounds like the opposite of anxiety, (laughs) which is funny because the lyrics are like kind of full of anxiety, but it's somehow so calming. Like I'm going to spend my whole life never getting over you or whatever Mm -hmm. she says. I'm going to try to think of my, but I like when she says, breathe in, breathe through, breathe deep, breathe out, which is what she said in her doctorate acceptance speech at NYU. She said that to people. Yeah. In her speech. But I just love the entire vibe. And Do you want me to play a part of it? Sure. I like, don't. Um, oh, here. You can play the pre-chorus. It's pretty. It's so good. Yeah. I just love it. My other favorite part was where she's like, oh yeah, this is the chorus. I thought the plane was It's pretty. But she's like, it only feels this raw right now, lost in the labyrinth of my mind. And then the pre-chorus after verse two, she's like, you know how much I hate that everybody just expect, expects me to bounce back just like that. Yeah. It's just like sad and good. 
and I just like it's sad and good (laughs) but then she's like I'm falling in love again like you turned it around for me yeah love that shit okay easy next okay next um sweet nothing oh that's a little lower for me that one is so good I love a love song I think it's so sweet it reminds me of Nathan I I just it's so pretty and oh, like you're sabotaging me with this highlighter that doesn't work but. <laughs> <laughs> just the first like it's so light mm. and like fluffy well it reminds me of invisible string and you love oh, that one yeah. so i spy with my little tired eye tiny as a firefly a pebble that we picked up last july down deep inside your pocket it's so good. And I love when she says... I think I know what you're going to say. Oh, my God. When she says, like, it's just in the chorus. Why can't I even find it? Um, just right here. Like, when she says, um, they say the end is coming. Everyone's up to something. I find myself running home to your sweet nothings. Mm-hmm. And then when she says, outside they're pushing, shoving, you're in the kitchen humming. And all you ever wanted from me was sweet nothing. Yeah. Oh! It just it's, it's so, so good it's so good we're and so stu- i'm like literally sitting here with chills <laughs> i was in the car and i was telling nathan i said like nathan this song reminds me so much of you and he was like sweet nothing and i was like <laughs> no it's sweet and it's just so very him and like so like the all you ever wanted me was from me was absolutely nothing it just yeah. it's so pretty it's so romantic it's so romantic and it's very 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 nathan i do love this song my favorite favorite part though is when she says on the way home i wrote a poem you say what a mind this happens all the time i like literally it makes me so happy for her okay tell me what you tell me how you took that like i think that this is literally what they do in their life like Mm -hmm. she's like on the way home she wrote a poem about like the trees in the car like this is literally what i picture and he like says like god like what a mind you have or something like yes and then just but the 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 piece de resistance is her saying this happens all the time like that this is what they're doing and every time he's like you're brilliant and like that's what she deserves because she constantly used to date guys that were like don't write a song about me or like don't do that and like he like obviously thinks the world of her and i love that it's like a sweet little monotonous thing in their life the way that she says it earlier i i got a different meaning i got that meaning from it and then the the time that i got it that I took because it's also a sad song it's also mm-hmm. like she's talking about how like all of her anxiety and her career and yeah. all of the uh, things in the outside world and how Joe is just like this little safe space for her all yes. the time and so later in it where when it's like when she says it later it kind of felt sadder like it kind of felt like she was like this happens all the time like I get in my head does and she I'm say sad. it again later she says it in the chorus again Maybe it's just because I've listened to it over and over again. I don't know if she does. But she says similar things. Maybe I just have listened to it so many times that I thought <laughs> that she But as you're it. like, when I first listened to it, it sounds yeah, happy. Yeah, and the yeah. second time it sounds sad. Yeah. But I just think it's so, it's so good. No, she only says it once. Yeah. But... I took it two different ways then. My other favorite part is when she says to you, I can admit that I'm just too soft for all of it. And I'm like, I dude. Yeah. And she's like like, that. He is the safe space. Like you said. And he's the only one that she wants to say that to. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't want to be tough. I just want to be soft. Yeah. Um, 
You're in the kitchen, honey. It's, it's so, so pretty. Cute. It is really, really um, good. I also love that he is that he wrote it with her. Oh, he wrote that one with her. I mean, it says William Bowery. Yeah, we know that's that bitch, Joe. We know. I don't know why I'm mentioning bitch a lot today. I'm just I need very to passionate. See, I need to like further look and see if he wrote any of the other ones. I noticed that one because I was like, oh, it's a love song. Did he write it with her? Mm. Okay, next. Yes. Okay, the next one is the first that we've said of the bonus tracks. Oh no, you're gonna take mine. I don't know if I am. This was really hard for me. There's, this was really hard for me to choose between which one. Of the oh, bonus man, tracks so I wanted to pick next, but I picked The Great War. Oh, okay. Phew. That was mine. But the other one, it was, it's like interchangeable to me. Yeah. But I love The Great War. It's the first of the 3 a.m. Um, songs. And I just love how it sounds like when she sings it. Like, can you play maybe mm-hmm. a part where she does the uh-huhs, like the beginning? Okay. Um, like right before. Give me a lyric. Um, the chorus, the chorus, and all that bloodshed. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's almost there. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I just love how it sounds. Yeah. And I like the war symbolism. I love a good, strong metaphor that's carried all the way through, and she does that in this song. Yeah. And it just is really, and I like the sentiment. Like, my hand was the one you reached for all throughout the Great War. Yeah. I vowed not to cry anymore if we survived the Great War. And it's just so What's the song on, it's either on Folklore or Evermore, where she talks about, like, she talks about nurses. Epiphany. Yes. Yes. It gave that vibe to me, too. Like, very metaphorical to Mm -hmm. her own life, but talking about, like, very realistic. Oh, my God. That just made me think of one more thing about Sweet Nothing, though, was I saw on TikTok that some people think, like, Sweet Nothing is Joe's response to peace. Yeah. And that piece is one of my all-time favorite Taylor songs. Like, probably top five. Yes, I love peace. It's so good. And that she's talking about, like, her darkness. And then Joe's being like, all I ever wanted from you was sweet nothing. Oh, my God. That just put a lump in my throat. It's so good. Anyways, I just thought of that because you mentioned it. I'm Taylor Swift and Nathan is Joe. <laughs> That's what you got from that. Yes. <laughs> great but War anyways, is really good. And the song it is, is very, like, it's, it's funny because you'll be just, like, singing it. Like, yeah. Like, it's this light little pop song. And then yeah. you're like, oh, wait, this is really sad. Yeah um okay so that's fine next okay <laughs> you know, honestly there, i feel like, like there's halfway. very few people that are going to like listen to this whole thing so we don't need to rush through i'm it. gonna listen to it me too i barely listen to ours but okay taking off great war that was every time oh that was like my one of my next picks mm-hmm. but not the this is one of the bonus tracks too, is this the one was, you thought i was gonna take yes okay tell me the absolutely gutting bigger than the whole sky yeah that was really low for me so Oh my god, really? I mean, I like it, and it is really, really sad, especially from what you're going to share, that yeah. you, the perspective you think, but I just liked other songs better. I'll probably oh, okay. listen to other songs more. Okay. I love anything that absolutely guts me, mm-hmm. and that song did. I Not that this is something that we should. I didn't know how to like tiptoe around this, but like, I don't think that we should be like assuming anything about people 
having children, but it sounds a lot like somebody that has survived a miscarriage. Yeah, you can interpret it that way. It's yeah. fine. That's what we're doing with her being gay too. Okay, like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and um I, and then I thought that when I listened to it, a coworker of mine pointed it out to me. And then a lot of people on TikTok that have lost children mm-hmm. have posted it and been like, Taylor, I don't know what you went through, but like this is exactly what it feels like to have a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And it just is so freaking sad. She talks a lot about in the beginning of the song about how like everything that she touches turns to sadness mm-hmm. and how she has like a lot to pine over. And then she talks about, she says, you are bigger than, uh, she says, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. You were bigger than the whole sky. You were more than just a short time. Um, and then later she says, I've got, I've got a lot to live without. I'm never going to meet what could have been, should have, or what could have been, sorry, what could have been, would have been, should have been you. Yeah. They, and then there's this line that she says, did some bird flap its wings over in Asia? Like a stork? Like a stork. Storks are native to Asia. The next line, though. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> did some force take you because I didn't pray? That is crazy to me. Yes. It's like... There just doesn't seem to be, like, any other thing that it could be about. Because also, if you're singing, say, about a lost love, like a breakup... You would have met them. You would have met them. So that is a really interesting perspective. You were more than just a short time. You were bigger than the whole sky. Like, it's so beautiful and so sad. It is so beautiful. There's also... It's a lot of the chorus over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Like, it's there's not a lot of bridges there's not a lot of yeah verses um and that makes me believe that it's like i'm gonna write this song and i'm going to leave very much out of it yeah like it's it feels like cathartic for her but there's not a lot of details in it just sadness and um i feel like i feel like it's really the only thing that it could be about but it's very sad when she says salt streams out my eyes and into my ears yeah you know that she's like laying on her back crying yeah. Because that's how your tears go. And that's yeah. so sad. So sad. But the whole also, like, literally what kills me is, did some force take you because I didn't mm-hmm. pray? And that's, like, so wild to me because I want to say, like, one of the last times she mentions, like, prayer without being it, like, a metaphor for, like, you know, something fun is in Soon You'll Get Better with mm-hmm. her mom where I she's, like, orange bottles. yes, like, oh, holy orange bottles, each night I pray to you. Some people find faith. Now I turn to Jesus, too. Yeah. And I feel, wow, I did so yeah, good just did. pulling that out of my songs. ass. I just remember that. But that, like, stuck out to me so much in that song because we've known she's grown up Christian. I think oh, along the way, as you do, you lose your faith. And, like, for her mom's health, she had to turn to it. And maybe she feels now guilty that she didn't pray yeah. enough or something and something happened and, like... You know, yeah. like you would have that guilt as like a growing up Christian assuming, person yeah. if it was her. Yeah. If we're assuming that this is something that she went through specifically yeah. and not like writing about it from somebody else's perspective yeah. or something, then I could definitely see how you could be like, I prayed, 
when my mom was sick and this and she's here still yeah and i didn't pray yeah. about this baby and now the baby is gone yeah. also just like the verbiage like taken from mm-hmm. taken from me like it's not like so, you left it's yeah, like yeah. there's so many things and then just going back to like I will never meet what could have been, would have been, should have been you. What should have been you. Yeah. Like that's, you know, what I will never meet what should have been you. That just is, it gutted me. I'm a fan of something that guts me. So I know. And I totally get that. I think this song is so achingly beautiful, Yeah, but it's kind of how I feel like about like, say Adele, like Adele has beautiful music. I'm not listening to it that often. Oh, do you know what I mean? I listen to sad songs to cry constantly. I mean, I will listen to, like I said, like sad pop songs or like sad, maybe like R&B, something that's a little bit more, I don't know, a ballad. I'm not always a ballad. Like this is, um, this feels like I need to lay down and listen to it. (laughs) I can't be like in my car, like on the way to like go pregame, you know what I mean? Or something. I don't know. I, a lot of times spend a lot of my Taylor listening, like explaining things to Nathan. Uh So I'll be like, let's listen to all of her saddest songs. I'll be like, this one (laughs) is about this. I mean, I do love her sad songs because I'm like, there's nothing I don't love from her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, my next one is going to be another, um, bonus track okay. and it's would have could have should have which i i sometimes think click on which song is my sad song <laughs> because she says what it could have been should have been yeah in this one Where's... i like this one too it's good i love this song the most oh you gonna play some of it play it. yeah I want to find the chorus. Where does it start? Oh. Oh, here. Oh, we're close to it. so good it's really good so the biggest theory about this song is that it's about john mayer it is obviously because she says about john mayer um like if you never looked my way i would have stayed on my knees and i damn sure never would have danced with the devil at 19 we mm-hmm. all know she da- dated john mayer when she was 19 and he was 32 do you think i would have stayed on my knees is like i wouldn't have lost my faith so quickly yeah because she says which is also crazy that we just listened to bigger than the whole sky and she said she she didn't pray would have should have could have and now she's saying all i used to do was pray would have could have should have if you never looked my way she would have stayed on her knees i think that means like she would have been a good girl like she would have stayed being a good girl oh my gosh how tortured would it be if she wrote like that lyricism is the same like yeah. she talked about praying in both of the songs she talked about would have should have could have in yeah. this song and then what should have could have would have been you mm-hmm. what if she wrote that song first and was like maybe if i prayed more i still would have had this and mm. then she was like fuck you john mayer you ruined me when i was 19 <laughs> okay i i see how you're connecting <laughs> these me dots. Lose my faith and now i'm blaming you <laughs> okay i got you yeah it's a stretch <laughs> but it's literally so good and the best part is um in the bridge where she says oh wait no 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 hold on hold on hold on oh no it's verse three 
Um, she says, if clarity's in death, then why won't this die? Years of tearing down our banners, you and I, living for the thrill of hitting you where it hurts. Give me back my girlhood. It was mine first. Mm. I, that, like, kills me. Yeah. And it's just so, so good. And I love that it sounds kind of, like, country. Like, it yeah. sounds a little, like, something about it. Yeah, sounds a little country to it me. It sounds a little Miranda Lambert without the twang. Yeah. And she's like, God rest my soul. I miss who I used to be. The tomb won't close. Stained glass windows in my mind. I regret you all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. ooh. Mm-hmm. John Mayer is not safe. <laughs> I hope a speak now comes out. That man runs for the hills and we never hear from him again. There was a speak now um, Easter egg. On her the, hair clips? Yeah. Yeah. There was a speak now in the thing. Um, I think it's next. Okay, anyway, we're not going to get into that. John Mayer. I saw a tweet that was like, RIP John Mayer. And then it had like, yeah, bye. The, <laughs> like the dates of Dear John. And then it was like, who knew you could kill a man twice? <laughs> oh my God. Dear John is also one of my all-time favorite Taylor oh, songs. So good. I relate to that shit too. And it's so good. She went for the jugular both yeah. of these times. She just has a way of like, it's like, like tearing someone down rightfully for what they did to you while also still being like this is my experience and like i'm claiming ownership over like what who i am now and stuff i don't know i also think that um i think that (laughs) i think that for people that like everybody knows are bad like Mm -hmm. (laughs) objectively like no one thinks that john mayer is like a really great person Mm -hmm. and and like same with scooter braun like all of these people that like are objective objectively like not super great yeah she really doesn't try to hide it yeah she's like you can i'm gonna give you enough to put this together to know what i'm really talking about yeah and then i think when she like is talking about people that like she doesn't want to ruin their lives Mm -hmm. she like makes it a little bit more covert but like with jake gyllenhaal with all all too well she was like i don't care you suck i know and i mean even in interviews i think it was like seth myers or someone who was like do you think about like the the person's perspective like when she released the all too well short film and she was like no i don't really think about it but i was like queen shit but that does remind me i think that is so similar to like i don't know hillary clinton once said like when people show you who they are believe Mm -hmm. them and i feel like that is very her mo when she's like writing these songs it's like this is who you showed me you were and like i'm letting people know like i also like too that it's like it's current because the things that keep her up at night are like i lost my childhood Mm -hmm. when i was i was a teenager and you were an adult and like the those those sort of things it's not like she's like fuck you john mayer it's more like this is my experience and how my life has changed because of what happened because of this thing yeah and that's why i like it a little bit more than like just you know yeah it's never it's not about them as much as it's about like how she's been impacted you know and so it's like i mean i can see like laying awake at night thinking i regret you all the time it's like such powerful imagery because like we all have those moments i feel like too yeah okay so i love that one next um okay next for that was your choice yeah okay um bejeweled that's literally my very last one. I like it's of just pop. all of them. It's, it's my last one. It's just pop and it's so fun. I knew you would love that one. <laughs> That's so you. It's it's funny because literally is my number twenty. It's funny because when I wrote Labyrinth at nineteen, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "See, we're two different girls." So <laughs> it's just so cute. Like just and it's just it sounds of, fun. I sing it in the car. Yeah. It's just a little. I don't know. It's so, right it here. Doesn't reach me as much. It's right here. Oh, 
I can still say I don't remember. <laughs> okay, now do you think it's I don't period remember or I don't remember? Because this is like... I think it's I don't remember. Really? Okay, some people think... I think we'll find out in the music video. Like, because someone was like... I think she's saying it as a... Like, to the person. Like, I can still say I don't remember. Like, that kind of a thing. Oh. And we're like, I don't remember. So I feel like if maybe she looks at the camera... Mm-hmm. We'll know. We'll know. I think that it's more like... um I think that it's more of a diss to, like, whoever she was with. To be like, I don't remember. Yeah. Like, he's so insignificant. I mm-hmm. don't care. <laughs> Do you have any other favorite lyrics? No, I don't think so. I think that it's just really fun. I like when she says, um, did I did all the extra credit? I did all the extra credit and then got graded on a curve. Mm-hmm. Too good of a girl. Like, I think that it's just really, really cute. I like, I do like where she's like, don't put me in the basement when I want the penthouse of your your heart. heart. Because the way she sings it is very, do you like bleachers, by the way? You ask me that a lot and I don't even know. It's Jack Antonoff's band. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) They're so good. Like genuinely, they're so good. And it's, you should listen. I'll give you, I'll pick like one album for you to maybe listen to or something or a couple songs. Maybe not a whole album, but it's very similar. It's the style. It's Jack Antonoff. He's king. Um, I think that... Sorry, I've just ignored what you said. That's I will okay. send me a couple songs. <laughs> I'll send you a couple songs. Um, we would get a comma in the lyrics. No. To me, there's a pause. Yeah, that's very gigantic. Actually, I don't really feel either way. It could be either way, but I'm just interested to know. I hear it both ways. Nice. Um, somebody told said... Somebody said that it sounds like it's playing over a casino floor. <laughs> Interesting. Like, listen again to just, like, the background. <laughs> like slot machines. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could see that. It's like a slot machine sound in the background. I mean, the person that was making it was literally like, Taylor Swift, this isn't music. This is noise. And I was like, no, I like it. I think it's cute and fun. I still sing it in the car. To me, it's more of the, it's less about how it sounds. And it's more like the shimmer, diamond, bejeweled metaphor just doesn't, I don't love as much. But yeah, um, it's surface level, but it's it's a great, cute song. I definitely tried to like, not just, you know, I said I haven't quite had a chance to like blast it in my living room Mm -hmm. or listen in a club or something like that. And I think that those favorites... I think that that one will be one of my favorites to scream at the top of my lungs. Yeah. You know? It'll be fun to see live for yes. sure. Oh, I just got goosebumps again. Okay. My next one it's is gonna be mine. Snow on the Beach. Oh, no. I didn't know how I felt about this song at first. Here's the thing. So Snow on the Beach is featuring Lana Del Rey. Is it? Um, yes. <laughs> and when I first listened to it, I was like, where is Lana? Because you can't really hear her. And then I listened to it again. And now I and also their voice, they kind of do this hushed singing sometimes. Yeah. So it's almost like you can't really pick them apart. Also, Taylor's like notorious for being bad at featuring women in music. That's what I was going to say. The only good female feature thank god by the way is nothing new with phoebe bridges she sings Mm -hmm. a whole verse the bridge like she sings the chorus like all of it like they split the song pretty much yeah all of the other times she's had female artists feature like haim colby calais who else i'm trying to think of more you can't there's not even that many because she doesn't do it that often and they're always singing 
um, background yeah. vocals, which is so weird. There's more, but I can't think of. It, there's more, but it literally doesn't matter because you won't be able to hear them. On yeah, whatever track it's not memorable on. at all. No. Whereas whenever she has men feature, it's very much like a call and response, Chris like Stapleton, singing one Tim verse. McGraw, Keith um, Urban. Um, no, what's his face? Bonnie Bear. Bonnie Bear. Yeah, there's so many that I can think Ed of Sheeran, the top of my head. That like that you know they're on the song. Yeah, fucking Bad Blood. Who read? It's like Kendrick Lamar. Yes. Yeah. Or there's one that has a like you can you can hear them. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I was excited when we got the Lana Del Rey like feature that mm-hmm. information because I was like, oh, maybe this is it. Like, why would you have her on a on a track if you, you're not going to give her a, a verse? Yeah. And then we didn't get a verse. Some people think that she doesn't want to, like, sing about love so explicitly with another woman because it'll feed the fire. Like, mm. nothing new is not about romance at all with Phoebe right. Bridgers. It's about, like, age and being in the industry and all that stuff. Interesting. But whatever the reason is, I think she could step up her game in that area a lot because I know that Lana fans lost their minds over having her yeah. do something. Like, if you're a fan of both of them, this is probably, like, a dream collab. Um, And it... You just can't really hear Lana that much. Yeah. But it I love me the happy. song. The song makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Me too. Oh, I wrote something about it. I wrote... It mm. sounds light and nice. I said the first line of Snow on the Beach gave me goops. So I'm like right there. Mm. It's like, huh? I love when she does the like hushed singing. Mm-hmm. I like when she says fucking. Mm-hmm. Just in general. <laughs> yeah, me too. Anytime she says <laughs> profanity, I'm like, fuck yeah. All her flights. Stars <laughs> by the pocket That's my favorite part is when she says, you wanting me tonight feels impossible. I think that's so romantic and cute. (laughs) I like it, too. I think that it's really good. I think it's pretty. Me, too. But that's really all I have to say. Next. Yeah. Okay. Um, You're not even going to take my next one either, which is so funny. Oh, you don't think so? No, literally not at all. I'd be so surprised if you took my next one. Oh, I'm going to guess what your next one is. And I'm (laughs) going to say that your next one is Dear Reader. No. Okay. Um, My next one is You're On Your Own Kid. That's good. That's the one I have after this that I would take. I would take that one. I like You're On Your Own Kid. You're on your own kid. See, it's hard. It's honestly hard to rank them there. I like them all. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that I liked You're On Your Own Kid quite as much as I do like it, if that makes sense. At first? Yes. Um, I don't have a lot to say about it, I don't think. I Oh, I, I totally lied. I saw somebody talking about how they feel like the whole chorus is, like, chunked in to, like, her discography. Did you see that? Um, I ha- did not see that TikTok or anything, no. So, like... She says, um, where is it? She says, from splink- from sprinkler splashes to fireplace ashes, I've waited ages to see you there. I searched the parties for better bodies just to learn that you never cared. Mm-hmm. So there's like those chunks. And the part where she says, I searched the parties for better bodies. Oh, wait, no, I'm lying. It's when she says, 
Is um, it the last one? Yeah, when she yeah. says, I starved my body. Mm-hmm. I hosted parties and starved my bodies. That is like 1989. I gave my blood, set, sweat, and tears for this. That's red. Um, there's sprinkler splashes and fireplace ashes is fear, fearless and debut. Um, uh, where is it? I'd like to, uh, like I'd be saved by the perfect kiss. I don't like lover. So, so the jokes okay. weren't funny. I, they, I took the money. That's reputation. So they like chunked it off into like, maybe she's referencing herself. And then sure. right towards the end, she says the bridge is burned here. Like, I think that it's like an ode to like, you know, these are all of the things that she's gone through and like, I did it by myself and I don't know. I think that is exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about the album references. I mean, that could very much be it. I liked the idea of it. Like maybe mm-hmm. they were nods to mm-hmm. just little nods to it. You know, I lo- we love Easter eggs. Um, it did hurt when she said I hosted parties and starved my body. Yeah. But then also when she says I took the money, fun fact, bleachers have a song called don't take the money. Oh. And it's one of my favorite songs. And it's basically like, you know, if you take the money, it means you, you're a sellout. And so the person singing is like, don't take the money. But but it's talking about a relationship. Like, don't take the money. Like, stay. Like, we can work it out. And then she's saying, I took the money. Like, I sold out. Yeah. Kind of a thing. And like, now here I am. I thought it was reference to um, Getaway Car. Oh, okay. I thought that it was like, I put the money in the bag. And and I stole the keys. I can see her. That was the last (laughs) time you ever saw me. (laughs) Um, that's all I had to say about that. I realized I just read a lot of the lyrics. Maybe that was annoying. That's but. fine. We're getting down to the last one. Okay. Yes. My next one. Mm, and you're literally not. I I bet this is like at the bottom for you. I really like all of my other ones. Really? So, yeah. My next one is Glitch. I can't. I, oh my God. I love Glitch. It's I close. love Glitch too. It's close. That's so funny because I. I didn't think you would like it. I love it. I loved Glitch. Okay, I loved Glitch too. It's hard because all of them are good. Like I wouldn't. It, it's not like a yeah. low-ranking song. We were supposed to be just it's glitchy. <laughs> it's really moody. Yeah. The part when um, the chorus is good. Yeah. Where does it even start? Why did you think I wouldn't like it? I don't know, because it's, it's like slower poppy. and less poppy. Yeah. yeah. It's so moody. I know. I really like it. Yeah, that part's good. I want to try to find... Also a little like, bit gay. Tell me why I didn't pick up on anything. In the bridge, it says, a brief interruption, a slight malfunction. I'd go back to wanting dudes who give nothing. Oh. I actually didn't realize it said that until I just read it. Oh, It's at the wow. end. Can you play it to make sure these genius.com lyrics are right? Yes. Interruption, slight malfunction. 
Yeah, that shit is gay as hell. Yeah. You'd go back to dudes. Yeah. Bisexual. <laughs> yeah. I thought we had no chance in that's romance. Let's dance. Right here. Um, and I like where she says, I'm, yeah, this part. Blood moon lit. I love yeah. that for some reason. So this to me is love about Carly Claus. <laughs> That's I was not my interpretation. Say, like, I'm not even sorry. Nights are so starry. Blood moon lit. I, like, I love that. I like the idea, like as a bisexual woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like me listening to it now in that light. It's like. <laughs> I mean, I tell Nathan like he's the only man that I will ever be with ever <laughs> forever. Well, that's we're getting true, married, so like, oh, you're getting married, yeah. yeah. But also, like, I joke with him all the time, and I'm like, no, literally though, like, yeah. it's gonna be a woman. <laughs> um, it, sorry, Nathan, I didn't mean it. I'm just kidding. It's okay, <laughs> but you'll be I, with him forever. I think that that's funny that it's like I think there's been a glitch, like, yeah, like, oops, I'm in love with a girl, yeah. and also maybe like. A glitch is something that's not supposed to happen, yeah. which is very much like, oh, I'm not supposed to be gay. Like, yeah. I'm not supposed to be very queer. like, oops. What? Yeah. Like, there's, there's a been a glitch in the, the system. Like, this is not supposed to be happening. Yeah. Ooh, I like that a lot. I love that one. It's so good. I probably should put that higher than We're Snow on the Beach. We're supposed to be just friends. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Me yelling. Yeah. <laughs> I think oh, I switched wow. that with Snow on the Beach, which was my previous choice. For yeah. Like, I put glitch above that now looking at this list wow wow i like that a lot i know and what's in my system i think there's been a glitch or situ she says situationship which is a very new yes. trendy word but here's what i think about to be completely honest about carly claus and taylor swift i love to say they dated they dated they dated what i really think is they probably had one of this is like a classic queer girl thing where it's like you have a best friend we're best friends yes yeah. but something you start to do things that not all best friends do i've been there and like yes. and then someone gets more feelings than the other and what is this and like a whole thing like i think it i think it might have been very that i think that it was very much taylor fell in love with carly claus and carly claus was never going to be in a public like, see, I don't know about that either, but yeah, it could it could be any com any sort of thing like that. Yeah, but like I don't know if they ever were like telling, like I don't know if Taylor was telling her mom Carly's my girlfriend. No, I don't. I think, think so. it was maybe more nuanced than that, yeah. and that's probably also why she doesn't. They don't want to speak about it. Yeah, well, and I I I think that we've said it before. I don't think that she, Taylor will ever come out because of Carly. Yeah, Klaus, yeah, yeah, because it will be essentially outing Carly. Someone said that they've probably signed NDAs. Mm. like can you i could imagine for carly like she's married to a kushner yeah oh for sure that they've they've signed things yeah. they, they probably I they have so much money that, to lose i hate that jared fucking kushner knows something about taylor <laughs> that, that you i don't, don't know that's fucked up <laughs> that's so fucked up what does he know what does jared kushner know i mean my future husband knows everything about me yeah so like i'm sure that he knows if Taylor and mm -hmm. Carly have, you know, that's so disappointing. You know. Okay. High infidelity. That's your next one. That's, that's a good one. one. High infidelity. Um, it's Taylor saying like, hi, cheated on you. Where's you don't want to know. Don't ask me this question because 
I cheated. I think that this one is about her being with Calvin Harris and like being like meeting Tom at the Met Gala and like all of the pictures of her and Tom being together. The Met Gala is in April or May, I think normally do you really want to know where i was april 29th no i've looked up some of this though oh have you told me what you know so april 29th was when like calvin harris released this is what you came for which we all know taylor ghost wrote under a pseudonym also april 29th years before that was diana agron's birthday party where she wrote i left the note on the door Mm -hmm. swift gron yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but again i just love any taylor song where she is like you know saying giving us tea but she says i was dancing around dancing okay here i bent the truth too far oh help Like, it's so, it's good. This also is gay to me. (laughs) Tell me why. First off, she says, lock broken, slur spoken. I know, I noticed that too. What kind of slur is someone calling her? Yeah, I noticed that too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And if we are saying that it's the April 29th of diana agron who was she supposed to be dating that year i feel like it could also be i don't know oh harry styles she was pictured with him i think around that time right he wouldn't call her a slur (laughs) no someone also said it could be calvin harris um referencing her and carly Kloss, like when she was dating calvin harris because the song is the april 29th yes and then what she also says um oh i just lost it Oh, hold on. I also like put on your records and regret me. Like yeah. it makes it sound like it is like it's definitely it's definitely Calvin Harris talking about something. Mm-hmm. But um, like he's a singer. Put on your rec- on your sure. records and regret me. Like that makes sense. And he had a song with her. And he is very vocal of like he has he has put oh yeah he doesn't like her no not at all no yeah we've seen the tweets um but she also (laughs) says in verse two storm coming good husband bad omen dragged my feet right down the aisle and so that just makes me think hey she doesn't want to marry this man yeah so (laughs) yeah seemed like the right thing at the right time Mm -hmm. um i don't really have more to say about the lyrics it just is very much like i cheated on whoever this person was and like You don't like me very much. (laughs) Okay. My next one. So you took a couple, like you're on your own kid in high fidelity. We're in between some of these. My next one is a little bit like I I went back and forth on this one. If I even liked it at all or if I, if I do. And I think my consensus is that I do, Uh but I also really like this other one, but today when I listen to it, this one was catchy and in my head. I, you're so, going to pick my next one. I don't know if I am. Paris? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to decide between Paris and Vigilante shit, and eventually, I thought Vigilante <laughs> shit would be like so much higher on my list, but 
Paris yeah. just is like fun, more. Neither fun. of us have said vigilante shit so far. Um, but Paris is just like so fun to listen to. It is. Also, I just she this woman amazes me that she literally rhymes somewhere else with Paris. Yeah. Like she's like, can you play that part so people yes. get it? The chorus. And I kind of just like the whole sentiment. It's very like you and me away from the world. Yeah. Like, how did she do yeah. that? Yeah, it's good. I thought you would like this it's one. I thought this one would be higher for you, maybe. It's fun. It's just like, it's very poppy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What that else is part, gay? Though, no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, there is the, one of the reasons why I didn't like this song is this one line specifically. And I was like, I'm going to pretend like you didn't write that. OK, it's where she says, <laughs> sit quiet by my side in the shade and not the kind that's thrown. I mean, the kind under where a tree has grown. I it's was like, OK, cheesy. spelling it out for us. You think we're idiots? Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, Taylor, this is really cheesy and like too trendy of a thing. I just don't like it. It's, um, but you know what? Somebody, we'll give her a pass. Somebody complimented Taylor. Like, uh, I don't even know who these people are that like talk about music in a philosophical way. Uh-huh. Um, but it was like some sort of music historian. I don't know. But we, after Folklore and Evermore came out, they, there was all of these articles talking about how Taylor Swift will be regarded the way that the Beatles are. Yes. And they, they were talking about how the reason being is that in specifically those two albums, her songwriting transcends time. Wait, and Jimmy Kimmel said this literally after 1989 came out. Really? Yeah, I'm going to find the quote. It's okay. so good. But this guy was talking about how like her music will be listened to through fads, through anything, because of the way that she writes it. And that is not true for any other like pop music that is coming out. Like Nothing else will transcend time this way. Yeah. And then... Um, when I heard this song, because I noticed you were that like, not this too, one. I was like, not this one. <laughs> that's not that's not transcending time. Oh my god! I literally that's so crazy that I I totally get that with folklore and evermore, and it's because of this. Okay, so when 1989 came out, this is um what John Caramanica wrote in the New York Times, and Jimmy Kimmel said it to her okay. on the show. He said, by making pop with almost no contemporary references, Miss Swift is aiming somewhere even higher, a mode of timelessness that few true pop stars, aside from, say, Adele, even bother aspiring to. Everyone else striving to sound like now will have to shift gears once the, the now sound changes. But not Miss Swift, who's waging and winning a new war, one she'd never admit to fighting. Isn't that mm, so good? That's good writing, goosebumps. John. But it's like she's making no contemporary references, a mode yes. of timelessness. That's the part that's like always stuck out to me. I yes. think of that all the time. I think about that all every single time I pop in folklore or evermore on my vinyl yeah like when i'm playing it it's i will be well yeah. i mean i'm a swifty so i'll be playing it yeah. forever but it will transcend time and we will be talking about her yeah it's not dated forever. like when yeah. you put in like you know like like i called him on my blackberry or something like yeah, we know yeah, that yeah. it's from so long ago except when <laughs> in the lakes on yeah. folklore she's like a rose grew up from the ground and no one was around to tweet it and i was like okay <laughs> we get it yeah but I feel like that's a bonus most track, of the time it is of. like her themes 
or it's expansive. Yeah. It's past the now. It's like future, past, present all at once. I wanted to, um, I wrote a note to write it down, but I just forgot. I had saved a TikTok about it, but it was all of the records that she broke with mm. this album. Um, she currently holds eight of the 10 Billboard top 10 numbers. <laughs> eight of the 10, That's which is crazy. just insane. She has over 200 million vinyl sold. The next is <laughs> Yeah, because like, she's making you buy six yes. of them, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Miss Capitalism. Um, <laughs> Miss Capitalism. <laughs> um, there's just so many things. She like every single one of the songs debuted on on the charts, which mm-hmm. is just insane. Like there's that is so, so many crazy. I, also, um, did you experience the Spotify shutdown? No. Oh, when I first tried to listen yes. to the album, yeah, it was 9 p.m. and it didn't work. Yes. It was like, Spotify, reload your page. Spotify was down for yeah. seven minutes. Really? Yes. I listened to it at 9.03. Oh, maybe you got lucky. Oh, okay. But um, she, <laughs> I have a coworker who was uh, like, oh, she's Apple Music. She was like, are you Apple Music or Spotify? And I was like, Apple Music. I had that shit pre-downloaded. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, all of my Spotify friends were texting me like, can I come over? Spotify's not working. Oh, no. <laughs> and I guess a couple of them like had to wait seven minutes to start listening to it. That's she crazy. Spotify. I love her. I love her. Wait, I'm trying to find, because you said the Beatles. Yeah. Um, and there's also another record. Like, there's something in the music industry that only her and the Beatles have done. Yeah. And I'm pretty it? sure it's every album that you've made has been number one for six weeks. I think that's Whoa. what it is. Um, but I can't find it. Beatles and Taylor Swift record. Anything? People literally, if people listen to this episode who like don't like, I hope you know what you came here for yeah. when you see this episode on our podcast and don't <laughs> think we're crazy. Okay. It's just like our life passion. Also, you're welcome for recording an hour and 40 minutes of a podcast. Yeah. Oh my God. Is that really where we're at? Okay. Shout cool. out to Tiffany Swa for requesting this. That's true. We did have people ask us to do this. Yeah. Okay, so I took Paris. Okay, next is you. You're in Paris. Uh, vigilante shit, because I don't like Dear Reader. Oh, I like Dear Reader a lot. Um, okay, so I get Dear Reader. Yeah. I Vigilante shit was number 19 for me out of 20. Um, yeah, it was 19 out of... No, Labyrinth was 19 out of 20, but I erased it. Um, I like Vigilante shit because of all of the Easter eggs, because of all of like the lyrics in sure. it. I really liked. Um, but... The song itself, I feel like I can't really like sing to it very easily, and so it's just kind of. Also, <laughs> the little like um, video that she posted that's like very much obviously vigilante shit, yes. and it like shows the cat eye. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of Gen Z people were like posting it and being like, "Taylor, you're showing your age with this makeup," and I was like, "I don't even know what that." <laughs> I'm means. scared of Gen Z sometimes. <laughs> Me too. Um, things that I like about vigilante yeah, shit. I like um all of the. I don't dress for women. I don't dress for men. That feels very bi to mm-hmm. me. Um, I like. I don't get sad. I get even. And then it's very clearly about Scooter Braun. So she says she talks about how she needed not Taylor, but like Scooter Braun's ex-wife she needed cold hard proof so i gave her some she had the envelope where you think you where you think she got it from she gets the house gets the kids gets the pride picture this me thick as thieves with your ex-wife um 
Yeah. Pretty much. Okay, so I heard this theory because what? He's getting divorced from his wife? He's getting divorced from his wife. Apparently, someone tipped her off that he was sleeping with Erica Jane from The Real Housewives. Isn't she like 70? No. Yeah. No. Erica Jane? I swear to God. I swear <laughs> on my life. No. Isn't Scooter Braun probably like his mid 30s? This is Erica Jane. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. She's 50. Is she? Yes. Okay, <laughs> 70 was an exaggeration. I, I thought she was older. She's 50. Yeah. Um, and then Taylor's no pretty offense. much claiming. <laughs> no offense. I'm just, what a pairing. Just interesting yeah. to me. Um, and then Taylor's pretty much claiming to have told Scooter's ex-wife about yeah. said affair, which I like. And then. Um, you believe that? I mean, if Taylor's claiming it, I kind of like verbally claiming it. I don't believe this at all. I'm going to be honest. Oh, that's why you don't like it. No, I, no, no, no. I just don't think that Taylor cares enough to insert herself in the marriage drama of Scooter Braun, like at all. Yeah, I get that. But I this like part, the, this part, the understanding. Right. With your this part's super gay. It's like weirdly breathy and I like it. I know. I like how she says pretty. And she looks so pretty. That's like how you, you know, it's so funny is like, there's this thing that like went around on TikTok and it was like how women flirt with other women and especially like femme presenting women. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you go up, like if I like went up to you at a club and tried to hit on you and I was like, oh my God, you're so pretty. Like you would not think I'm flirting with you. And so there was this whole thing on TikTok where girls were like, no, you have to use your lower register. Like you look so pretty. (laughs) <laughs> and like that comes across yeah. more like flirty and I like how she's saying it in this like low like yeah she seems like she means it yeah it I is like sexy that. it is I um, also saw that um Scooter- apparently Kanye drives a Benz so it could be about Kim Kardashian but I don't, I don't know if I believe so. that I don't think so at all mm-hmm. there's also the line that uh someone told his white collar crimes to the FBI yeah because he's currently like being investigated for some sort of something with Goldman and Sachs and the FBI <laughs> is like oh, currently dude this guy him. he <laughs> ruins the day he met Taylor Swift I bet <laughs> yes. he's like buying these albums or the was the worst yeah, thing that I've ever seriously. fucking done um and then the other one that she says is um when you were doing lines and crossing all of my I can't believe she said that because she doesn't talk about drugs. No. It took till this girl was literally like 27 to start singing about alcohol or like, saying fuck. <laughs> yeah, like she's not that yes. type of and to allude to yes. cocaine. It's which, crazy for Taylor Allison Swift, let me tell you. Do you think that when she says Dancing with the Devil in the song about John Mayer, do you think that it's about smoking weed? I had that thought when we were reading it. And oh, really? Like, yeah, like, but, like maybe... the devil's lettuce? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think that. <laughs> I thought that maybe that's what it was. But yeah, she says... She got high and she's like, fuck, fuck I you, got too John high. Mayer. <laughs> yeah, so I liked when she said... When you were doing lines and crossing all mine. I also just like the way that she says it. yeah. Oh, I just had And she it. drags out the words. Yeah. It's very, like, sultry. Yeah. I, when I heard it for the first time, I was like, oh, it's very, like, speakeasy-ish. Mm. And I think that that's exact. I think that the video is going to be, like, once we got that little, like, yeah. snippet of it. I think the video, knowing us, will make us like it more. 
don't you think? Because yeah. then we'll just see the video in our heads and be like, that shit's iconic. That's how I felt about Look What You Made Me Do. The video is oh, everything. And yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. me like the song oh, more. And sure. it makes you understand the song more. Yeah. I, I well, The first time I heard this, like first verse, I was like Billie Eilish. That's exactly oh, yeah. what it sounds like to me. Like something off her first album. Like uh-huh. that's what it sounds like. And I know she, like they admire each other, which is yeah. cute. But um, I like it. I think it kind of stays at the same level the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I was it's hoping for like too. maybe a more dramatic bridge, like for, with her vocals or something, maybe a little don't blame mm-hmm. me esque. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just stays where it's at. And I like it. It's just, there's so many other good songs. Yeah. That's funny that I'm, that was both low for us because I've been seeing it like on TikTok a lot. I think cause it's surprising yeah. for coming from her. Yeah. Um, I feel like I was kind of waiting for a song that like, I to scream at the top of my lungs I feel like each album I have like a scream song and mm-hmm. I don't think that I have that I feel like it's shit. karma no oh yeah 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 yeah. because we'll literally be like aren't you envious that for you it's, it's not good. like that'll yeah, be yeah, us yeah. for sure drunk in your living room drinking yes. and spilling wine on each other um, we'll have to, as soon as my vinyl, I was hoping my vinyl, it's shipped. It's like coming. Oh my God. Yeah. I wanted it to be here so that we could listen to it. I would love it. that. We'll, we'll do wine and listen when it gets here. Okay. So the last we'll one. We'll do wine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I said, we'll do wine. We'll do wine. <laughs> we'll do wine. Um, okay. So that means the last one is what I get in Dear Reader, which yes. is totally fine. Dear Reader, at first listen to me, I didn't think that much of it. Okay. And then I saw, but I liked it. And then I saw one TikTok and it changed everything for me. And it was this. this see, this is how like the corn guy. <laughs> what? What is he? When I tried it with butter. Oh, yeah. Everything changed. <laughs> yes. But like, this is how deep this shit goes. I know like um, the Gaylor theory, so gay. the Gaylor theory runs deep. OK, and it's not like I want to disclaimer at the end of this episode. <laughs> it's not that I believe wholeheartedly all of these things. It's just fun. Yes. to talk about it's not like we're outing her we can't possibly know no and you I know mean, i and, do well yeah that's <laughs> i know like we believe what we believe yes. but it's all like we're not hurting her we're not outing her also, it's not that very clear to like say when she is upset she like will tweet something or she'll yeah. be like yeah she'll she'll say it and she we're has good. it we're fine yeah. she's not mad at us someone did say though um which is so funny because someone said Obviously, it's she's singing Dear Reader the whole time, right? And then in verse two, she specifically says, Dear Reader, bend when you can, snap when you have to. Dear Reader, you don't have to answer just because they asked you. And someone who was a gayler on TikTok was like, is she talking to us? Like, she's not going to answer. This is as comfortable oh. as it gets. Because then right after that, she says, Dear Reader, the greatest of luxuries is your secrets. So I think there are some things like obviously we'll just never know. And it's just, you know, what we know is what we know. And what we believe is what we yeah. believe. You don't have to answer just because they asked you. Yeah. Mm. And it's still, I like the song. She's like, never take advice from someone who's falling apart. And so I feel like that kind of reminds me of Antihero, how it's like, I'm not the hero you want me to be. Like, you can't look to me for all these things type of yeah. thing. Like, which is also, very. there's a lot of queer people on the internet who are like, listen to actual queer artists like how about we do that which i do everyone i listen to is gay so it's like i'm not trying to make taylor be gay also i didn't start listening to taylor at 12 years old 
in my fearless CD because I thought she was queer. Like I love her regardless. She could be straight and I'd be like, that's my bitch right there. It's not, it's just fun for me because that's part of us. And so it's nice to think maybe it's part of her too. It's such a big, like, it feels like something that links us to her. Yeah. Yeah. It feels special, like like something that we share, a common, like, to this stranger that we are nothing alike. It's all fun. Yeah. Um, Oh, shoot. Any of your thoughts on this last song? Yeah, you made me think something, and then I forgot. Um, No, I just think that, like, the song itself, I didn't really, like... Oh, the other part that's gay, though, to me (laughs) is like she says in the bridge, I prefer hiding in plain sight. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like that to me is like the girls that get it, get it. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. It tracks with the again, the theme of the album. What's keeping her up at night? Mm -hmm. She's telling herself Mm -hmm. like, you don't need to say it. Mm -hmm. Like she's like staying up at night being like, do I just give it to them? Yeah. Do I come out? I can imagine she totally is. I'm sure she just is like, Mm -hmm. so she's maybe, you know, she writes everything down. Maybe she's, this is her writing to herself being like, read this next time you want to come out because they will break you if you do. And the people that know I'm hiding in plain sight and I can give a little, I can bend. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to break. I love that. Yeah. I think that it's like, it's not a letter to us. I think that it's a letter to herself. I like that. Yeah. It makes me like it a little bit It also, she, this is such a long shot and this is not anything at all, but this is just what my brain thought of. She also says right after that, my fourth drink in my hand and um do you know who king princess is yes they're a queer artist and taylor likes their music mm-hmm. um because she put that in like her vogue like or no l like 30 things i've learned yeah. in 30. So there was something cute in there about music she's liked and she put king princess in and that's a very queer artist and she has this song talia where she's like but four drinks i'm wasted and so it just kind of reminded me of mm-hmm. that that doesn't mean anything but i just thought of it i will say something that i'm disappointed in i for some reason, really thought that we were going to get a, Cle- a Fletcher feature or like oh, a nod to Fletcher in honey. like some way. And I know that that's so far off and I know we never will, but I just was like slightly hoping for it. What I'm hoping for is that she opens on tour. That's what I'm Ooh. hoping for because, well, like her last tour, the openers were Camila Cabello and Charlie XCX. Camila Cabello obviously was already a huge name from Fifth Harmony and being on the X Factor and stuff. Charlie XCX wasn't that right. famous at the time. Right. Like, she's huge now in the gay community also. <laughs> yeah. But, like, Fletcher and Taylor are friends. Yeah. Fletcher wrote, um, like, a, a lyric, like, something about an old-fashioned. Yeah. Because Taylor Swift drinks old-fashioned. She also has a song on this album where she says something about, like, my T-Swift yeah, t-shirt. your T-Swift t-shirt on the yeah. floor. Yeah. 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 Something and like, she had a video. Oh, sipped her like an old fashioned. Yeah, she and has she a said video said about that. how ta- she like was hanging out with Taylor yeah, somewhere at her birthday. And she's, yeah, and she was like, "What are you drinking?" And she was like, "An old fashioned." And that Fletcher was like, "That's so hot." Yeah, like that is sex, yeah. right? <laughs> and so then she wrote in her song, "Sipped her like an old fashioned." But then also Taylor said in response, "It's like a man's drink." And yeah. then Fletcher went, "Well, you're the fucking man." Yeah. So then Taylor could have written the man. <laughs> all comes together i would die literally fletcher is like my next artist icon of my life and like if she was on tour with taylor swift i would lose my shit could you imagine fletcher going from opening for flow (laughs) rider she 
she open for Flowrider? She's opening for Flowrider right now. Oh my, or not right now before her. I was like, she's on her own tour right now. Before her own tour. She opened That's for so him a funny. couple times. See, like, and but she's I think also... That, I think it was, like, more of, like, a fun thing for her. I don't think that it was, like, she needed to do it. I think that she was, like, excited. So she's she also it. collaborated with Haley Kiyoko, who's good friends with yeah. Taylor. She's also collaborated with Niall Horan, who's good friends with Taylor. Mm. So it's, like, obviously we they're could, all friends that runs in the same yeah. circle. <gasps> Speaking of Haley Kiyoko... I did see a TikTok that, you know, how in the anti-hero video, she gets shot with a archer arrow and yeah. then bleeds purple glitter. Yeah. In the You Need to Calm Down music video, Haley Kiyoko is doing an archer oh. and her jacket's purple glitter. Oh, I like that. We love an Easter egg. Yeah. See, that video is probably full of them. Swifties, th- those are Easter eggs. The, the Easter <laughs> eggs are not like, oh, Taylor blinked three times and then <laughs> yeah. spun around. And so yesterday and three weeks from now, those are not Easter eggs. That's yeah. not what she's doing. Yeah. Stop doing this to yourself. I do have a thought on Easter eggs in general also. And like, tell me what you think about this. I think that this is what I think of about Taylor Swift. And also, like, I'll say, like, about Kris Jenner. Mm-hmm. Is that people, because people, anytime anything happens, they're like, oh, the devil works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder. Like, she must have planned that, blah, blah, blah. And same with Taylor Swift. And I think what is probably more likely happening a lot of the time now, like years since, is that like things just happen and we're doing the work for them. We're doing the narratives for them when they've set it up that way, but they're not planning all of these little things. Do you know what I mean? I think some things are just coincidences. I think that Taylor's Easter eggs are very much exactly the ones that she says that they are. Yes. When they're like, I wore this color nail polish because Lover was about to come out. I like, or, um... I used this exact phrase that is a song title in this speech. In this speech, yeah. Or when she says, there's Easter eggs, can you find them in this music video? Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's literal, like Ellen DeGeneres getting Cruel Summer tattooed in the You Need to Calm Down video. They're like literal Mm -hmm. Easter eggs. Think Disney Easter eggs. It's that obvious. Like they're not... Like, even the two lines in the cake, like, that one I feel like was a little bit inconspicuous for, like, the prince and the frog, the king with Ed Sheeran or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, that one was a little bit more conspicuous, but it was still there. Yeah. Like, they are not... I think most of them are obvious, yeah. Yes. And then, obviously, like, all the gay stuff that we're, like, poking and prodding to find, who knows, you know? Yeah. Like, but the the big ones are the obvious ones. Yes. And we're just kind of filling in the blanks. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, um, anyway, if you wanted two hours of Taylor Swift content, <laughs> here you go. You're so welcome. Please ignore all of the little bits of singing that yeah. <laughs> through this. And if you listened to the whole thing, thank you so much for going on this little Swifty journey. With yeah, us. this was so fun. I had a great time. Me too. I was just going to say, I feel like we should we could make this wall into one of those like serial killer walls. Yeah, with, with the, the lines and the strings. Yes. People. OK, well, you've been listening. Listening to kind of hot and barely funny yeah maybe Thanks we'll do this listening. again with a different album that's yes. not taylor oh we'll also double up on kardashians oh yeah for the rest of the season i think we yeah. talked about so stay tuned for that too yeah, yeah, yeah. okay bye bye